0: Whoa Well What well, a way to start the the week I guess since yesterday was Monday it was Tuesday. Shout outs to MLK. Yo, you know what my guy's about, you know what I'm saying? Legendary status. But um Yeah, what a weekend, man. Uh, definitely under the weather. So I wasn't potting like that. Um my voice still sound a little still sound a little crazy, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But um the Knicks went two and one in their last three games. Um it is what it is. The Giants, they won. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Tom Brady. Um he fucked up my parlay. Porzingis. Now he was talking about you know, maybe he might have handled things the wrong way in New York. Um, i star start voting getting real interesting. The Jaguars helped me win some money with, with their parlay, with, with, with them coming back from 27 points down. The Cowboys kicked the Buccaneers' ass yesterday, and Tom Brady fucked up my whole parlay. And um, the WNBA, they've been at the bottom of the ESPN ticket, they've been making trades, yo. Uh especially the Connecticut Sun. They they traded their M V P player to the Liberty. Uh and then I also traded some the middle trade with the Sparks. And then also Maya Moore has retired. Even though she hasn't played in four years. Um she, she was oh how do I say it? Yeah, she was helping somebody Get free from jail. Who was wrongfully jailed. So. She hasn't played since then. Um. That was her way of. Making sure the right thing happened. The right legal proceeding had happened. And um. She was definitely a hooper. Um. She's officially retired. But even though she hasn't played in four years. I guess. It makes sense. Um. She was a baller. Baller. For real. Like she got buckets. She got busy. I probably mentioned it. In my earlier podcast. Um. Yeah, she officially retired. That is, and um, that Knicks versus Visions game was crazy, though. Um, Jalen Brunson got busy. Randall did what he had to do. And um, we won that game, man. That game, the Knicks games are always stressful. Um, Randall had that necessary foul uh, in the fourth quarter, the last 12 seconds. But at the same time, I mean, Kuzma shot the ball pretty fast. I don't think Randall was preparing for that because it was like 18 seconds left, 15 seconds left in the game. But at the same time, you just, you know, got to read the situation a little bit better. But luckily for us, you know, Kuzma missed a free throw. But uh, when we were able to close that game out. Uh, we made our free throws for the most part in that game. But uh, the Pistons game, like, it's four minutes left, and the score is 105-98, bro. Like that, it shouldn't be a seven point game with like five minutes, four to five minutes left. So, a lot of the starters out there is because it's a seven point game with four or five minutes left. No, Pistons they stayed in it just enough for, um, no, us to keep our main players in the game. Did it affect us against the Raptors? Not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, to be honest, um, no. like RJ didn't play that much. Against the Pistons, you know. But, just showed up against the Raptors. A lot of shit went down against the Raptors. That Raptors game, man. That, that was a dog fight. That was a dog fight. I really enjoyed watching that game. Um, I just wish we won. I really wish Brunson made that three at the end. You know, I heard whispers that uh, Mitchell Robinson might have been open for a lob. So, I got to review the tape. I don't know if he was or wasn't. But, um, at the end of the day... I was okay with Brunson taking that shot and going for the win. That would have been cool as fuck if he made that shit, yo, on some real, some real dead ass shit. That would have been nice. Nobody oh, but he missed it. But what's really more mind boggling is the fact that the Knicks are 11 and 12 at home. not eight on the road. And you look at some of the games like against the Grizzlies, uh, Grizzlies, the Bulls, and the Bucks. Look at those three games, and in the critical last two minutes of the game, Jalen Brunson has missed his you know, fair share of free throws, and then yesterday as well. You know, he missed a free throw. Yeah, Randall missed it, but like I said, man, I'm not surprised when Randall does it. You know, uh, but Brunson's like an 87% free throw shooter. So, um, yeah, you know, Fred Van had a very uncharacteristic foul. He took ownership for it. He said, my bad, y'all. And Fred Van Fleet was kicking our ass, bro. But, um, back to Jalen Brunson, though. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's like four home games, four free throws, four games of critically missed free throws in the Garden. And then we wonder why we have 11 and 12 home record. Um, that Bulls game, I. Pfft, he, like, those games, you look at these games that got away. Yeah, I know we got a great, like, a decent record. Like, if you told me we were going to be 25-20, and 20, I'd definitely sign up for it. But it's these free throws missed by Jalen Brunson that's very alarming to me. Um, it's not good. I was very proud of RJ making his free throws, man. So happy, bro. It's like, yeah, let's fucking go, RJ. You know what I'm saying? And RJ had that dunk. Oh, Scottay Barnes, you know what I'm saying? That, that was nice. And RJ does do have his moments when the other team misses their free throw late in the game. Like, he did that shit against the Grizzlies, too, um, a couple years ago. They missed. RJ comes back down the court, ties the game. So, like, in those kinds of situations, you sure don't want RJ going downhill with the shot clock going down and the defense don't set up. He, yeah, yo. you know, uh, we saw the tape. After um, R.J. banged it on Scotty Barnes, Scotty Barnes actually grabbed his arm, but uh, it was hard to tell in real time. I'll be honest with you; I could, I didn't even see it. But uh, looking back at it now, I wish they called that foul. We could have made it more interesting and to see if we could have pulled it out in regulation. But uh, they ain't called a foul. But uh, I, 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 O.G. made some three pointers in the overtime. Thought the game was out of reach. The Julius Randle, he made a great play, got the steal, got the n one, missed the free throw, got the rebound, kicked it out to McGrimes. I wish he made that three, but he missed it. So, essentially, that six-point lead got turned down, turned into two. We get another stop, brunson an open, three misses. You know, I just wish he made it, you know, but he did it. You know, everything to me, it just keeps coming down to the free throws, bro. Like, we just got to make these free throws, bro. Like, we can't. I mean, we can keep missing him. It's just not going to help us out. But it's just alarming that it's Jalen Brunson doing it, man. Like, I don't get it, man. But I'm, I'm pretty sure he's his own hardest and toughest critic. Like, yeah, I think it was 6'11. 6'4'11. And the game shortly after that Bulls game, he was at the foul line. He was 6'11. He's like, fuck. And he was already upset. So I just hope. You know I don't know. There's no one player on the team where I trust them shooting free throws, and a lot of times these games comes down for the Knicks to making free throws, and we lost quite a few games because we couldn't make free throws. But um, overall, entertaining game. Of course I was sad, but uh, I wasn't heartbroken. I was like, yo, it is what it is, damn. I just wish he made the shot. Like it's just for everything that happened that game. We're down by six with forty seconds left. And if you're telling me Jalen Brunson for the potential game winner, I'm down. Open three, I'm down. We just missed it, but um, at the same time, yes, Thibodeau is playing starters a lot of minutes. Uh, but at the same time, you know we're not getting much bench production. And IQ, he's gonna get his fair share of playing time because he's being productive. Um, Obi Toppin, that's my guy. He just or just the team itself, man. They need to find a way to get my boy more integrated into the office, man. Help my boy, have my boy have some rhythm. He ain't got no flow right now. You know, um, he's looked like normally when Obi top on the court prior to the injuries, you could see him just fluidly moving and grooving across the court. But right now, he seems out of sync. But I feel like that's also the coaching staff's responsibility to get him back in the flow of things. Uh, you know, we do have Obi. we do have quickly. Hornstein hasn't been providing the punch I liked for him to provide but you know Jericho Sims also could be utilized. Evan Foyer we have some players I think we should for scoring purposes should be used, man. Um also just in general, like Jalen Brunson, or uh, Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, McBride. Those four players. I think we're too ice heavy bro. Like I know where our offense is Top ten allegedly in that rating, I'm not too sure, but that's what I've heard. But my thing is, I think we be, we are too predictable, and I think McGrimes deserves some more touches. He's shown us that he has the ability to you know create off the bounce off the second second play like the second read. You know what I mean? Like oh Julius Randle gets double team, then Wolf McBride to the basket, McBrimes to the basket off the pump fake. Like he's shown us his playmaking ability. I think we need to put RJ and McGrimes in more playmaking situations. That way, Julius and Jalen Brunson, they don't get burnt out. You want to make sure that. And I'm not talking about throughout the season, like, oh, they're going to get tired throughout the season. That, that, it's own discussion. I'm just talking about game to game. um, And it just makes a team more unpredictable. I'm um, like, I get it. Like, in a way. I feel like we're falling into the other team's trap. Is they they put the smaller person, on on Julius Randle, so the Knicks go to that matchup. So like the Knicks go to Julius Randle, and then boom, he gets double team. So like he he still, at moments has a hard time passing out the double team. But even Jalen Brunson has been, having a hard time passing out the double team. But I think even in those situations, whether it's Julius Randle, or even Jalen Brunson passing at the double team, I think the players need to find a way to get to the basketball, too. A lot of times, um, you know, I, f- I see players just standing there hoping the ball comes to them. Um, but at the same time, they need to, you know, find a way to get closer to the basketball as well and to see that Randall and Brunson, they're in trouble with the double team because the Raptors are a lengthy team, so it's going to be hard to get those same passes across. So I think the players overall need to make an effort as well to get closer to the basketball when, when Randall or Brunson is double team, but... At the same time, just because they're giving you that matchup, don't mean you need to take it. I think they've been trapping us. Like, even last year against the Nets, the Knicks had OB playing, and the Nets kept going to that OB topping. The Knicks kept going to OB topping because Kyrie was on them, and then they'll send, like, a double. Like It, it was, like, some their grand scheme shit that they was doing. It was, like, almost on purpose. And then, I don't know. So I feel like, like I said, I can't complain too much, but I will be upset about the missed free throws in the late-game situations. I will be upset if if our offense continues to stay predictable. And I think we. it's one thing if we don't have the weapons, you know, like coming off the bench. Like, I get that right now. Like, oh, yo, why Tibbs? Why Tibbs playing all these minutes, et cetera, et cetera. I don't even think RJ played that much against the Pistons. Uh, From what I remember from that game, I was watching that game. Uh, I didn't see too much of RJ. So, that's why another reason why he was able to help us out yesterday, even though we lost a great game from RJ. And he didn't start the game off, like, on fire either. He was, like, 1 for 8 at one point. And so, he ended the game hot, which is good. So, if he was 1 for 8, he was, like, 10 for 23. So, he closed the game out 9 for 15. That's amazing. Um, and he made his free throws. Proud of RJ. I'm pretty sure i said this before. But I'm proud of RJ for making his free throws, man. Really am. But yeah, we got weapons, man. We got McGrimes. we got RJ, and like those are solid options. I whether at third and fourth, fourth and third, you know, we could even swap out Julius Randall some nights to be the third option. Like yo, we gotta make sure we're utilizing the pieces, man. I uh, I know it's gonna be hard for RJ to shine and maximize him true his true self. With as long as Randall's performing the way he's performing, but yo, we just need my boy to shine, yo, like. He need more touches. And McGrimes need more touches. Like, you can't be playing 39 minutes and taking like, six shots. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, these are all... But R.J. RJ Barrett is a rhythm player. McGrimes, I'm not sure. He's, he's made shots and made important plays. Just ice cold, being ice cold and, and made plays. When I mean ice cold, like, he literally didn't play for 12 minutes a whole quarter. And then, then bam, important shot. You know what I mean? So, at the same time, these four players... And especially R.J. McGr- McGr- McGrimes. Need more touches, bro. And they get more touches. It makes the game easy for everybody. If you got four players flowing and involved in the offense, you know, that should be lit. I should be lit. And then, you know, R.J. does play well with the second unit as well. See R.J. quickly, OB, Sims. I want to see that off the bench, man. R.J. quickly, Sims. And OB off the bench. And let RJ run with that second unit, man. I know I only mention four players, but whatever. It don't really matter. But that that's a solid unit right there to get shit cracking. So like I'm proud of RJ. He's coming back off the lacerated finger. I just like the fact even though it pisses me off sometimes, like even when he was in a slump, like he was playing horrendous. He still his confidence didn't waver and he kept playing. And yesterday we needed him to to pull out that dog in him, and he pulled out that dog in him and uh Scotty Bones man like he he was telling mcbri McGrimes he's not him, but he got banged on right before uh overtime, you know he missed a critical free throw and it got dumped on so Scotty Bones isn't him either and um i'm I'm Hemi Turner by the way, I know I'm Cap Jack, but I'm also Hemi Turner. And I be up in Hemsdale. So, Scotty Barnes got to come talk to me about all that him talk. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, the Knicks and Raptors be like a slugfest, bro. Like, these motherfuckers go at it, bro. Like, it's bad pal. Blows for blows, no homo. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to the the Knicks, man. Tibbs is not a perfect coach, but I don't think there's too many perfect coaches out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but he's doing what he can. Another thing about Tibbs, like, I've heard this too, which is a great point, is, you know, we don't have a superstar talent on this team. It's not like we got a Curry or a KD. KD. You know, we got our guys, though. We got some solid hoopers. We got Jalen Brunson, solid hooper. James Randall has been a solid hooper. All their averaging over 20 points a game, solid hooper. McGrimes, solid hooper. So we got solid players, and we're getting the most out of them, I think we could get more out of R.J. McGrimes, and just the free throws, man, the fucking free throws, bro, you make our free throws, we're 25, and we could easily be like 28 and 17, or 29 and 16, and that's like second or third, and that's crazy to me, bro, it's like because of free throws, it's not lack of talent, it's not like, oh, these teams are so much better than us, it's just Oh, we can't make free throws. Like really, bro, we can't make free throws. But um we're twenty five and twenty. We play the Wizards. And then we play the Hawks, and then we play the Raptors. The Raptors game is gonna be lit. It's gonna be up in Toronto, it's gonna be up in the six. And we're gonna see how that shit go down, bro. Real shit. But um A lot of enough of this I love the Knicks. But um I am happy at the Giants won. That game was amazing. That game was on Sunday, and I had a blast watching it. Like I was, I was just anxious the whole day. I enjoyed that Knicks versus Pistons game. I knew the Knicks were winning that game. I just was like mentally willing the Knicks to win that victory, win that game, and they did. Julius Randle played a fucking amazing. Um, forty-two, fifteen. Jalen Brunson. Like, let me go back to Jalen Brunson. I know I've been mad at him and his free throws, but he's like second in scoring since the calendar year started. Like, don't get me wrong, man. My dog, is, my boy's been, hoop, my boy been hooping, yo. He's been a dog. I just need you to make them free throws, man. You make them free throws. You might be. I mean, yeah, he might be tied for number one because it's like he was just like thirty-three point four and. And B's like 33.5. You make those free throws. <coughs> you would probably be tired, and if not even more. You might be number one for the calendar year started. But Jalen Brunson's been hoping. He was hooping against the Pistons, too. You know, he just literally just plays his game, son. And the points just come. That was an amazing way to start the day with the Knicks being the Pistons. Mind you, I was under the weather since Sunday. But it's good to be under the weather. Not nothing good about being under the weather, but at least when your teams win, that definitely helps. But I was even more even more into the weather on Monday. And then uh, I just lost that game. But it was a great game, though, man. Hard-fought game. We had a 10-point lead. You gave it fucking away, man. Stuff. The Giants game start on Sunday night. And it's 17-0, bro. I mean, it's 7-0. The Vikings. You know, I have a great start to the game. I was like, oh, shit. Look at these motherfuckers came out swinging and ready to win and shit. You know what I mean? And then we come back with two straight drives of TDs, and then we get another stop. Because well, these niggas on some weird shit? The Vikings, they could it converting on third and sevens and third and nines, but they can't convert on third and one and third and twos and shit. So we make a seventeen to seven, we kick a field goal. Our TD got waved off because of like we had too many men in motion. Pause, and then um the Vikings came back down. We had let we let Hawkinson. Number 87 of the Vikings have a field day. And then, you know, 17-7, 17-14 7, at halftime. And then we just made sure we didn't surrender that lead, bro. You know, we made it 24-14. And then they came back. They tied it up at 24. Um, they fucked up on the and inches They did a false start. And then they had to go for the tie. <coughs> and then after that... We did what the fuck we were supposed to do, man. We marched down that field. Saquon wheeled his way into the end zone. Isaiah Hawkinson bowled the fuck out. That sideline catch had me hype. There's nothing more exciting than like seeing the referee confirm that their team has made the catch when it looks very questionable. And you're not sure in the first glance. Like, nah, nah, he good. And then they review it. Like, nah, he good. So I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. And then we get into the end zone. Daniel Jones. I know he got respect on his name after that performance like that. Um, I am was surprised to know that he was the first quarterback to throw for 300 and rush for 70 and have, like, two TDs or some shit like that. I thought somebody else probably would have done it, but apparently not. So, how's was Daniel Jones. Shout-outs to Kenny Galladay. I saw that block. Or blocks. A players showed up on the Giants, man. They fucking showed up, bro. And um, now the Giants play the Eagles next Saturday. I'm down. I'm down for the Giants' victory, bro. I, I want that to happen. I've had to predict the score, it will probably be like 24-20. Giants beat the Eagles 24-20. We're going to win that game. Fuck yeah. Um, back into the other playoff news, I didn't really pay attention at all to the Seahawks' 49ers game. It was close to halftime. I saw the score. I think the 49ers were actually losing 17-16. And then... It just got ugly in the second half for the for the for the Seahawks. And forty nine ers won like forty three to like twenty one. Forty 43 23, some some shit like that. But then uh <coughs> I'm watching that Jaguars game. And the score is twenty seven zero. Trevor Lawrence throwing pick after pick. It's just disgusting, actually. And they go down 27 I was like, all right, let me see. Let me go DraftKings real quick. This podcast, by the way, is not bought to you by DraftKings. They are not paying for this. They're not sponsoring this episode. I'm going to DraftKings. I'm like, what could 5 dollars get me? At one point, it was like 140. And then by the time I put the bet in, it was like 115. I was like, all right, whatever. I'll take the 115 if they win. I didn't really think they was going to come back. But it definitely made me more interested in the game. And... um Twenty-seven to seven. Then I'm like, oh, they get the ball, and at the second half, cold, and they make it twenty-seven fourteen. Long story short, it's thirty to twenty, and the Chargers take a field goal, like a chip shot, and he fucking missed it. I was like, oh wow, that's crazy. How the fuck did he miss that? But he did. So the Chargers are still only up by ten, and then. The Jaguars go down the field, go touchdown. They were initially going to go for a field goal, and then Joey Bosa just lost it, like a uh, false start, allegedly. And then whatever happens, unsportsmanlike conduct, and now the Jaguars get the ball at the one-yard line. They go for 2 and 30 20 and I'm like, oh, shit. They got to stop the They got to kick a field goal. That's exactly what happened. And the crazy thing is, Yeah, the Jaguars, the Jaguars quicker made the field goal, but he barely, like, bro. He barely made that shit, bro. He barely made that field goal, bro. But that shit went in. That shit went me 115. It kept my other parlay alive, my six-leg parlay. But Tom Brady had to fuck that shit up. He had to fuck that shit up. Play like fucking ass cheeks. Don't get me wrong. Tom Brady's a legend. You know, I really have no gripes for him. I'm a Giants fan. But, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck was that yesterday, man? Just a whole bunch of nastiness, man. All that shit was just nasty. You know what I'm saying? I probably the worst game out of all of them. And it's saved it for yesterday. Like, oh, the, fuck, the fans are going to love this one. I did not. I'm pretty sure Cowboys fans did. I'm just talking about entertainment value. That game was, like, swag, bro. just whack, bro. The only thing entertaining was Brett Maher... Missing all those damn extra points, you know what I'm saying? Other like, oh shit, he gonna make another one. He got, I mean, yo, he. I'm not even gonna lie, I'm not really a fan of Brett Maher, but he's been a reliable, solid kicker for the Cowboys for like years. Like he's been there for years, bro. Like he had a bad moment yesterday. I want to say a bad moment. He just had a lot of bad moments yesterday. He was just not there. He was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna lie, man. Like I, I seen the Cowboys, like you know the players that weren't Dak Prescott. Like yo, what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? And then when he made one of um, them extra points, like yo, like the the special teams motherfuckers was showing my her love and shit. But like Dak Prescott, like bro, like I, I, yo, bro, you haven't been the sharpest knife in the draw drawer all season either. Like he's done had his moments too, bro. I get all that passion shit. Like, I seen a lot of flexing from the Cowboys. I mean, deservedly so. They beat the shit out of the Buccaneers. But I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been a little dicey, man. I've been a little dicey, man. Especially Dak. So when he was getting at Brett Maher from, like, a distance. Like, not, like, in his face. Like, he's, like, pouting and shit. I'm like, bro, you, you should be a bit more supportive of this guy. He's been pretty consistent, man, as a Cowboys kicker for a while. But yesterday, like, it didn't really affect their losses. I mean, the game yesterday, but, you know, I'm pretty sure moving forward, they're going to have to think twice about Matt Maher, Maher. But let me Google this, this dude right now. Let me see what's going on with the with, with big homie.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, let's see what's he doing right now, man. Like, I know he's been through some shit, man. But, but Brady, bro, that whole team, I don't know where the fuck he was throwing the ball, man. So, like... I was just like, damn, bro, what are you throwing the ball? So this dude been on the Cowboys. No, oh, it's 2022. Oh, he been on the Cowboys for like five years. Brett Maher. So let's see, let's see, let's see, man. Field goals, we were looking at him since 20. He only been there since, oh, he was in New Orleans last year. I didn't know he was going to New Orleans last year. When the fuck he go to New Orleans, bro? Well, either way, he's been on the Cowboys for a minute now, three out of four years.
0: And now you see that he's been a Cowboy for a minute, bro. So, like, Dak Prescott, like I said, Dak Prescott has not shown that he is him yet. Like, he's acting like he is him, but he, he hasn't been up in Hemsdale, bro. So, I'm going to need Dak Prescott to chill out with all that Yanks talk that he was doing yesterday uh, versus his own teammate. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm not really a Brett Maher guy. But at the same time, I need to try to chill out, cause he even fucking up too. So he will take it easy, bro. You know, so my man's had a bad game. Y'all's up twenty five. Maybe he's just trying to make it more interesting. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he was just bored. So I need to chill. But Tom Brady fucked up my parlay. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? The Bills barely won. So I set up a new parlay for next week that I ain't gonna you know put out in the universe yet. I just hope it. It hit, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, what a weekend, man. What a weekend. The Knicks went 2 one The Giants won. One of my bets hit. One of my bets almost hit. And that seems like life right now. You know what I'm saying? But, what a weekend. Um It's Tuesday. I'm talking about, I'm acting like it's fucking Monday, but it is Tuesday. But, it is what it is, man. Let's fucking go, man. Let's go Knicks. Let's go Giants, Pow Pow, episode 182.